good morning, good afternoon, good evening. You're listening to the Thai Expat Daily Show. I'm your host, Kieran Mack, and thanks for tuning in. Don't forget to like this video if you're watching us on YouTube, and please do subscribe. We're also available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, and a host of other podcast players. Now that that's all done, let's jump into today's show. Well, hello there, and welcome back to the Thai Expat Daily Show. I'm your host, Kieran Mack, and today is Sunday, the 6th of March, 2022. We'll start off, as we always do, with the nationwide daily COVID report. Thailand registered 52 more COVID-19 fatalities and 22,818 new cases during the previous 24 hours, the Public Health Ministry announced on Saturday morning. The figures did not include the 33,085 positive results from antigen tests over the past 24 hours. This compared with the 54 COVID-related fatalities and 23,834 new cases reported on Friday morning. Now, as we said, 23,818 confirmed new cases with 33,085 positive ATK tests. Now we're looking approximately at 55,000 cases or so based on those figures. Uh, 137 of those cases were from abroad and 115 from prisons. Out of the 232,147 people in care, approximately 80,000 are now in hospital. We have 1,124 people who are currently in ICU with 355 on ventilators. Now, Chambury Public Health Office was reporting 1,126 confirmed cases with 2,024 probable cases and two deaths. Most confirmed cases were in Chambury, 282, Sirasha, 315, and 223 cases in the Banglamong Pattaya area. There are 28,796 patients in care there. And finally, Phuket reported 734 confirmed cases and 686 probable cases on the island. Out of the confirmed cases, 658 are local with 76 from international arrivals. There were four deaths. There are now 7,162 people in care on the island. And we'll start off with the first story of the day. Thai man sentenced to two years for pasting sticker on King's portrait. Thailand's criminal court sentenced a Facebook page administrator to two years in prison after finding him guilty of committing an act of less majeste, an offence in the kingdom, by pasting a sticker on the portrait of His Majesty the King in front of the Supreme Court on the night of September 19, 2020. The court ruled that the pasting of the sticker, bearing the logo of the political satire page named Gukult on the King's portrait by the website administrator Narang Kulpong Satorn, may subject the monarchy to contempt or hatred with an intention to destroy the institution. After conviction, the defendant was released on a 100,000 baht bail. According to Thailand's Les Majeste Law, Penal Code Section 112, whoever defames, insults, or threatens the king, the queen, the heir apparent, or the regent is liable to imprisonment from 3 to 15 years per offence if convicted. Human rights organisations and civic groups are becoming profoundly alarmed about the increase in the use of this increasingly controversial law by the government of Prime Minister Prayut Chan-o-cha to silence critics of the monarchy, especially those in the movement calling for monarchy reform that emerged in August 2020. From November 2020 to February 2022, up to 173 individuals were charged with the offence according to the Thai Lawyers for Human Rights. 
And moving along, positive sentiment predicted for the Songkran Festival. Tourism operators expect improving domestic sentiment for the upcoming Songkran holiday despite a sagging economy and virus outbreak that continue to derail growth in the sector. The festival and school holiday is a peak period for domestic tourism as families plan summer trips to beaches or nearby destinations, while millennials look to take part in the new trend of camping vacations, said Krit Patra Kapal, managing director of PK Exhibition, the organiser of the Thai Tu Thai Tourism Fair. He said tourism sentiment for Songkran remains positive if there is not another lockdown. The Thai to Thai Fair features 650 tourism operators and expects to generate 100 million baht in transactions from March 3rd to 6th. Mr. Crit said spending might fall as operators offer cheaper prices or bundle packages with the government's stimulus measures. Now, the head of the commercial operations at Thailand Air said the level 4 COVID-19 alert and high daily caseloads might impact travel sentiment, but rising new bookings show people are not panicking and have confidence in airlines' preventative measures as well as their own self-protection. The airline's frequency during the first two months this year averaged 400 flights per week, with an average load factor of 80%. Advanced bookings for March already reached 40%, she said. Now, Miss Nuntaporn said March would be a buffer month to contain the virus before Songkran, when people will likely flock to hometowns even if water splashing is prohibited. She said the government should not impose another lockdown, but if such a measure is necessary, the state should listen to the private sector before deciding on a course of action. Now, local tourists who contribute around 60-70% to 70% of revenue at Phuket-based tour operators Love Andaman have shifted to last-minute deals to grab the cheapest price. Thais monitor possible government restrictions before making any Songkran decisions, said founder and chief executive Thorpong Wong Tasit Chai. Weaker purchase power, higher operating costs and an intense price war have dampened domestic tourism while demand is limited when compared with the available supply, he said. Those with high spending power have shifted to overseas travel after more countries lifted travel restrictions. Mr. Torpong said the customers average four to 500 per day during weekdays or half the average pre-pandemic daily rate. Popular routes include the Simeon and Surin Islands, Koh Phi Phi, Koh Kai and Maya Bay as the bay opened for tourists on January 1 after being closed for three and a half years. The Russia-Ukraine conflict has directly affected tourism with the cancellation of two familiarization trips from Russia, Ukraine and Kazakhstan planned for this month. Now, Mr. Torpong said the level 4 COVID-19 alert has been an obstacle to increasing tourism. He suggested the government prepare enough hospitals and beds for COVID-19 patients as well as Favipravir pills to let economic activity, especially from international arrivals, move forward and sustain the overall economy. In addition to simplified travel rules, the government should allocate funding to establish RT-PCR mobile testing stations at major tourism destinations or famous beaches to facilitate visitors who are required to obtain negative tests before returning home, said Mr. Torpong. Now, PK Exhibition Mr. Crit said provinces with plenty of COVID-19 testing sites will have an advantage in attracting tourists. International hotel chains offer a complimentary antigen test kit service to guests before checking in. The best way to carry out the marketing plan is to ensure the highest level of safety, which can build confidence and attract tourists using a pricing strategy, Mr. Kit said. And keeping on the same theme as tourism, Pattaya venues call for 1am closing time. 
Operators of night entertainment venues in Pattaya that have reclassified themselves as restaurants in a bid to remain in operation during the pandemic have urged the government to extend period of dine-in service with alcoholic beverages beyond 11pm. As pubs, bars and karaoke parlours still cannot open, some venues in Pattaya have transformed into restaurants to skirt the ban by the Centre for COVID-19 Situation Administration, yet many owners have delayed reopening as they consider the 11pm closing too early to be profitable, said the secretary of the Pattaya Association of Entertainment Venue Operators. Now he said tourists from Europe, the United States, Russia and other countries are starting to arrive back in Pattaya and night entertainment venues in the central walking street should be ready to reopen as restaurants to welcome them back. However, venues that cater mainly to Chinese tourists may have a longer wait ahead of them. Now, Mr. Damrongkiat said tourists from South Korea are also returning as they don't need to quarantine. Business operators must hold talks immediately to devise measures to woo more tourists back as some neighbouring countries vying for foreign tourists have also waived their quarantine requirements, he said. Now, Mr. Damrongkiat said he hoped the tourism sector would rebound quickly and tourism-related businesses would be in a position to resume operations from April. The situation should improve further if the operating hours for night entertainment venues are extended to 1am, as before, he noted. He also cautioned that the daily reports of the rising number of new COVID infections issued by the public ministry may dissuade foreign tourists from visiting the kingdom. Dr. Kitipun Wangkajit, the Permanent Secretary for Public Health, said previously the daily updates could end soon as health authorities are changing the focus of their briefings to the emergence of new clusters of what is thought will soon be classified as endemic disease. The ministry will now report only infections in provinces with serious outbreaks for the sake of containment and efficiency, he said. However, critics have voiced concern over the matter, saying members of the public have the right to be kept abreast of the situation without having to seek the information themselves online. So this goes back probably over the last year or so with the reclassification of Phuket, which it began in, bars getting restaurant license, which you don't have to have an inspection for. You can simply pay a very nominal fee to be converted into a restaurant. In fact, you don't even have to have a kitchen to serve food. And those Bars have bought restaurant license and now reopened as restaurants and are now serving until 11pm. Of course, there's very little food to be found in a lot of these places. But yes, some places are serving food, but very little in the more entertainment type places. Now they're looking to stay open till 1am. I don't think it's going to happen. There is a certain amount of kind of like self-centeredness in relation to how operators are looking at this now these guys in Pattaya are saying basically well we shouldn't have the daily numbers because that might uh, stop people and scare people away but if the daily numbers are huge then they probably have a right to know about what's going on in that area and maybe they'll make a decision not to go people do have the right to know if they have a possibility of catching the virus testing positive because of course here in Thailand testing positive for a tourist has huge ramifications you know you're talking 10 days in quarantine and you're talking about your holiday basically ending so it's a little bit selfish of some of these operators to say well we don't want people to know what's really going on so they can come drink and have a good time in our bars and clubs but if you catch COVID we're not going to help you out really so yeah these kind of things need to be kind of thought about a little deeper. I'm all in favor of bars and clubs being open. I do think they need to do a little bit more in terms of controlling what's happening in these places. If you look at the major kind of tourist spots of Phuket and Pattaya, they've all had major spikes in COVID and particularly in the areas of Pattaya and let's say Patong. 
I think there is a correlation between night entertainment and COVID infections. And you can see why. People are in clubs, they're very close together. Let's say there's no masks, there's no social distancing. I mean, it's not possible really. So yes, the virus being airborne has a very good chance of spreading from person to person. And that's the risk you take in going into these places. But that's a personal choice that people make. And I'm all about people making their own personal choices too. As long as they don't get other people sick from their personal choice. You have to remember that not everybody is going to have the sniffles or a little cold. The virus is still out there and some people can and could get sick, especially people who, you know, may have diabetes, who are overweight, who have, you know, uh, pre-existing conditions already. We do have to remember that it still does affect other people and we should have a little bit of common sense when we go out and how we act and behave because at the end of the day, we don't want to get other people sick really, do we? I do think, though, the government have had a bit of a vendetta against all these clubs and bars and karaoke joints and keeping them closed. I think there has been, or I think COVID has been used as an excuse to keep them closed for a long time because they seem to have had a bit of a war against the entertainment industries over the last six to seven years since they took over via the coup and then when they were democratically elected. I had uh, air quotes up when I did that. But yeah, I think bars and clubs have not done themselves any favors in terms of the publicity surrounding COVID, COVID infections, and they've given and made it easy for the government to keep them shut over the last two years. Now, I do hope that they get to reopen properly, that they can forget forget about these kind of restaurant licenses open as bars and let people frequent if they want. And if they don't want, they don't have to. You'll take a risk going in that you may get COVID, but that's your risk. As I said, it's your personal choice. So what do you think about all of this, guys? Do you think bars and clubs should be allowed to open as per pre-pandemic times? Do you still think there should be restrictions? If you think there should be restrictions, what kind of restrictions do you think are adequate for entertainment venues? I'd love to know your thoughts and comments, as always, down below in that comment section. And moving along, and some positive news. Malaysia has and is going to lift curbs on Thai visitors. Malaysia has announced the removal of curbs on travellers from Thailand and Cambodia, while Indonesia is considering a quarantine waiver for foreign visitors to Bali from next week, officials said on Saturday. The two countries have imposed some of the strictest entry procedures in Asia to try contain COVID-19 outbreaks and keep new variants at bay, but the restrictions have battered their tourism sectors. The Indonesian waiver for vaccinated visitors is under discussion and is likely to be decided by President Joko Widodo on Monday, said a spokesman for the Coordinating Maritime Affairs and Investment Ministry. Jody Mahardi said visitors from 23 countries, including Australia, the United States, Germany and the Netherlands, would qualify for a visa on arrival under revised rules. Now, the Bali Tourism Office also confirmed the quarantine waiver plan to Reuters, but said the final decision was up to the central government. Malaysia will allow vaccinated arrivals from Cambodia and Thailand to skip quarantine starting from March 15th. Several daily flights are available from Kuala Lumpur to Phnom Penh, Bangkok and Phuket. Malaysia so far waived quarantine for arrivals from Singapore, while Indonesia since October has granted entry to visitors from specified countries to Bali and has progressively reduced the quarantine time to three days. The move follows actions by neighbours the Philippines, Vietnam and Thailand, which has waived quarantine in return for COVID testing before departure and upon arrival. 
Now, although that sounds very positive, it's not exactly as it seems. Now, this will be what's basically known as a VTL, vaccination travel lane, between Thailand and Malaysia. And it'll only be for one or two cities. It's not going to be for the whole country. And that's pretty much what I gather from this. They're going to use the same model as they use for Singapore to Malaysia and vice versa. So if you'll be leaving from Thailand, you will still need to have an RT-PCR test before you leave. You will still have to have medical insurance to go to Malaysia. Okay, you're going to have to fill out this kind of similar Thailand pass from Malaysia, so whatever they call it. And when you arrive at the airport in Malaysia, you are going to have to have an RT-PCR test. You will have to wait in the airport for approximately one to three hours in the designated waiting area while you wait the results. Once you get the results, if it's negative, then you can continue on your way. So that's going to be what's going on in Malaysia. Although it, they've made it sound like it's something really big, I think it'll still deter a lot of people going to Malaysia. And obviously, there's the deterrent going to Thailand is there with the Thailand Pass and similar styles. So a lot of these countries are kind of reopening, but when you dig down deeper into it, you find they're probably not going to see very much tourism from it and certainly not too many people traveling under those kind of conditions. And next up, the Thai government won't let student activists on less majeste charge study in Germany. The Bangkok South Criminal Court has rejected an application from a Thai student currently facing a less majeste charge, seeking to be allowed to pursue her postgraduate studies in Germany under a scholarship program. Now, according to a lawyer at Thai Lawyers for Human Rights, the decision is the second against Vasara Ekgul, a.k.a. Deer, a graduate student at the Faculty of Arts at Chulalongkorn University. She has been awarded a scholarship by the German Academic Exchange Service under the Helmut Schmidt Programme for Postgraduate Courses to undertake Masters of Management in Nonprofit Organizations at the University of Applied Sciences and a Preparatory Language course in Germany from April 4, 2022 until August 31, 2024. Kritzedang said that yesterday the Bangkok South Criminal Court issued an order rejecting Raviz Sarah's application, claiming that it could not be sure that she will be able to comply with the proposed conditions under her time in Germany and may try to evade a trial. The court also reasoned that it would be difficult for her parents and guarantor to control her from Thailand while she is in Europe and that she had not officially won the scholarship yet as she will need to pass the language requirement first. In her second application for permission to leave the country, Revisara pledged to report to the Thai embassy or consular office in Germany every 30 days and proposed that her parents and her lecturer at Chalanakorn University, her guarantor, be responsible for supplying her, supervising her to make sure that she strictly complies with the proposed conditions. The student was charged with Les Majeste for reading a statement in German during an anti-establishment protest in front of the embassy in Bangkok on October 26, 2020. A letter from German ambassador to Thailand, George Schmidt, dated February 18th, and addressed to Ravi Sarah, congratulated her on being awarded the scholarship, saying, This is an achievement to be proud of. Only promising and excellent university students qualify for a long-time scholarship. And finally, the Phuket News Daily Report. Sanctions affecting Russian tourists in Phuket. Some Russian tourists in Phuket have been unable to pay for hotels or other tourist services due to sanctions against Russian-based banks, which has left the tourists unable to use their credit cards. Zero dollar tour firms acquitted of defrauding tourists. The Supreme Court has acquitted seven people and six companies of charges relating to zero dollar tours organized allegedly to defraud Chinese visitors. And finally, cycling race to be held in Rawai. 
Rawai Mayor Arun Salas held a press conference to announce a new bicycle race to be held in Phuket on March 20th. But ultimately, with this story or anything else that stood out to you today, I'd love to know your thoughts in the comments down below. Because yes, this is a new show, but it's also a conversation. Now keep that conversation going. Make sure you like this video, subscribe to the channel, share the video, and do all the good stuff that does help that YouTube algorithm. But ultimately, my name is Kieran Mack. You've been listening to the Thai Expat Daily Show, and we will see you next time.